I mean, you've been on stages with 10, 20,000 people. You've built an organization of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, your team has been paid half a billion dollars, like cash, that you've helped you know, individuals change their life, you know, me included. But I also remember some of the lean times, some of those moments. What would you say was one of the most pivotal moments uh, in your life back before all of the success? One of the pivotal moments for me is when um, Dardell was still trying to figure out being an entrepreneur. So I was working and I was working at Black Entertainment Television and I got up for work and walked out the door and my car wasn't out there. And I ran back in the house and I said, babe, somebody stole my car. And he was just sitting there. And I was like, babe, and like, I'm frantic. I was like, someone stole my car. What do, what, like, what do we do? And he said, no one stole your car. And I said, like, I, I was so confused. And he said, it's been repossessed. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience, guys. This is not the self-talk experience you already know that this is the we won't quit podcast episode you're actually on the set of the self-talk experience because you told me the only way i can get an interview is if i came to hey. we were coming all the way over there wow anyway guys. welcome to the self-talk experience guys <laughs> where the things you say to yourself about yourself make a man or woman not quit <laughs> <laughs> welcome <laughs> Everybody, to another episode of the We Won't Quit podcast. As you can see, I am on location. <laughs> I am in studio with the Darnell and Tracy Self of the Self Talk Experience. Honored, it's, man. It's called a collab. It's a collab. That's what we're yeah, doing. it is a collab. Collab, collab. How you say that? Collab. I said that. That's what collaboration. I said. Listen, can you guys just you know we can do this all day long? Listen, We Won't Quit podcast. Where look, I was about to say the things you say to yourself. <laughs> I love it about yourself. But that is it. not it. Where you get the chance to hear from some incredible people who embody my quote. That is, is, is see, I can't even talk now. It is impossible to stop a man or woman who, who will, will not, not quit. quit. Thank you. I always have your back every always, time. Man, always, and that is why I'm so excited to be in <laughs> studio and have a chance to get questions answered by the Darnell and Tracy. So, oh well, you I do mean, you, you know? guys ask so many questions and and get a chance to communicate with each other, but never has anyone sat down with the both of you on their podcast and that's true. You know, that's true. But how does that make you feel that you're the first person to be in this position? I'm trying to figure out who else would be in the seat. Who who else could be in the seat? Don't answer that. <laughs> I won't. What's your first question, sir? First question <laughs> for the audience. Uh, <laughs> seriously, uh, having, obviously folks know the relationship, or maybe some don't, that mm -hmm. uh, we've known each other for oh, 26, 27, 25 years. I don't know. How many years have we known each other? When I met you, I was expecting, and that child was about to be 26. Wow. So, mm -hmm. yes. Wow. So more than half of my life. Wow. It's amazing. And Dang, so I've I didn't realize it was that long. With really? The league, it's 26 years? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost. This yeah. the first time he came over, I remember meeting yeah. him. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. she gave me some goat's milk lotion after I washed my hands. <laughs> my expensive lotion. You did. It was very expensive. My hands were ashy. Listen, let me just say this right up front in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I apologize because with these two, I had no idea it was going to come out of their mouth. We're talking about goat lotion right now. Maybe that has something to do with hey. we won't quit. And maybe it has something to do with self-talk. But I'm not sure. But I promise you, if you stick around for just another 60 seconds, it's going to mean something. Because they're such great storytellers, as you know. <laughs> Somehow goat's milk will come out in a story. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to wrap that back around. So tell the audience, tell the, the We Won't Quit family and the self-talk experience family how Donnell and Tracy self met. <laughs> your version or my version? You can tell your version and I'll stop you when you start lying. Uh, listen, we just had an episode about transparency and who tells a partial truth and a partial lie. That one, <laughs> T-Self, for those who are listening. All right, so... We were working at the mall together. I was going to Bowie State. She was going to Morgan State. No, I was going to University of Maryland at the time. And I was working at uh, a, a mall, at, at a store in the mall. That and I was working at the mall, but in a different store. Okay. I didn't know that. So you were actually already working at the mall. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was. I was working at the mall. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she walked past the store. You were with your sister, though, at I the was. time. I was. And uh, she peeped in the store and I was there, you know, doing my thing, folding shirts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just How do you fold shirts, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen anybody do an LLPJ hey, hey, fold. Hey, anyway, LLPJ she looked in the store and she said, that man is fine. I'm about to get a job in there. And I uh, came into the job to apply. And I got the job and I got the man. Wow. There I you did. Go. See, I did a good job telling the story. You did. That's how yeah. we met. Yep, that's how we met. So he we fired were... me a couple times because he was a manager, got wait, my job wait, wait. back. So why would he fire you, though? No, hold on, hold on. Before that, we were friends for a long time because she used to ask me advice for a boyfriend. <laughs> yes. So if she had a boyfriend. Did you give good advice? He, I thought, I thought he was, but he, now he admits that he wasn't. No. Was he? I, was like, I thought no, he was really my friend. That zero. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was really my friend. You fell for that. I did. Well. I think I wanted to fall for yeah. it. Yeah. So then we uh, we started dating. Then we got married. And that's when I fired her. We were already married when I fired her. Yeah. So when you say fired, did you like, because I know she went from maternity leave to eternity leave. So when you say you fired, is that another acronym for retired? or No, no, no. no, no. This, this was fired. way before that. This yeah. was way before that. You really that. was just firing her, huh? Yeah. 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 Because she was, she was a cashier. So she's behind the counter. <laughs> I'm the manager. So I can I'm, see everything because a cash there is a high up. So I can see everything that's happening. And right. I could tell from that face what you were seeing. Yes. Because oh, yeah. I remember the store. It's a very. You remember yeah. the store. It's a high end yeah. store. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, these twins were in there who went to Howard University. And never forget don't it. Don't smile, bro. Whatever you do. Oh, no. I'm smiling Why would you right say now? you'll never forget it? Like, what? what is it that you're not forgetting? I'm not. What you're not forgetting is how I'm on the cash stand and I look over and all three of you guys are in the fitting room. Why was, do you need to go in the fitting room? I wasn't room? in the fitting room. I had you, my hand on the door. The door was open. My job is to tell them how they look in the jeans so they can buy them. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? They say, how does episode. this look? How did jeans look? Oh, I can't look at you. Sorry, my wife is behind the counter. You were in the fitting I can't, room. I, can't I just look. had one question. Did you make the sale? Heck yeah, I made the sale. Oh, man. Good job. Both man. the twins got jeans. <laughs> and I got fired because I went off. <laughs> wow. But here's the it funny was not thing. Back then it was a time clock. So it wasn't appropriate. Back then it was time clock. So I'm like, go punch out and wait for me in the car. <laughs> we rode together. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. So yeah. but she got rehired. I'm sure she did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Worked out. So that was that. That's how, so, yep. That's, that's our story. True story. That's so. It's a yeah. true story. Yeah. So, she got fired a couple of times. <laughs> 
She did. So man. wait, did you all leave the mall at the same time? Because I know. Yeah, the we situations did. Kind of. Yeah, we did. The mall. We did because it, the mall became violent. Right. In all seriousness, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a good environment for mm-hmm. us, and it was a physical altercation where, quite honestly, my life was being threatened. Like now that I think about it, I just, that's like crazy over clothes. And I get emotional just thinking about it because that was one of the scariest moments of my life for me uh, because I really thought something was going to happen to you. Uh, and all I could think to do, you know, all I could think to do was to call your mom. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I called your mom and I told her there was an altercation, there was a threat and what was going on. And she said, everything's going to be okay. Put my son on the phone. And so uh, I said, it's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work, man. I'm the manager. Bro. I'm like, hey. And she's like, let us pray. That's, That's the first thing she said. Yeah, she, she said, I'll never mm-hmm. forget it. And I'm like, mom, I'm at work. She was like, it's okay. You keep your eyes open. She was very calm, too. I'm telling her, I'm, I'm, I'm frantic. I'm very upset. And when I, she let me finish, and she said, everything's going to be okay. Put myself on the phone. She yeah. was so calm. Yeah, I know you said it was over clothes. So I'm assuming someone was still in clothes. Yeah, 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 to- yeah. And I was trying to stop him from stealing. I was actually trying to 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 talk reason with him. Like, yeah. hey, man, don't if you steal the coat, I'm about to call security. You don't get arrested. It's not worth it over the coat. Right. So that's kind of how that started, man. But I, don't, I wish I could remember my mom's prayer because perhaps she prayed that God would shut one door and open another because that door shut at that moment. Right. And it's working at the mall, like literally. We stopped working them all together because I'm not going to leave her there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's when she got a job in her major at the cable station. Uh, her major was broadcast journalism, as you know. And so she got a job at the cable station and I started seeking out some other things. I just didn't know what. And I answered the ad in the paper. And that's how I was introduced to the industry of network marketing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the ad didn't say anything about network. No, not at all. It. Nope. It says sports minded. Keep doing what you're doing. But you it, it, was an, it was an interview. Yeah, you thought yeah. you were going yeah, to an says interview. Marketing. Wow. It says sports minded. And it says if you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you've got. So we were sports. very excited that you had an interview. Yeah. Yeah. And then it even it even said um, uh, no experience necessary. And then when I went in for what I thought was going to be an interview, uh, they said, so what do you do now? I mean, it was so good, man. And I said, <laughs> you know, I managed your store, managed that store for years. They were like, oh, you're perfect. You're perfect for this. You got management experience. Uh, you, you, you're going to be amazing here. Wow. And um, so when I finished the, the interview, they were like, so to start the management position, you have to purchase a certain amount of product um, because in business, you got to have inventory. So they started going down, breaking down business and what it meant to have, be a national distributor and regional distributor and how products make it from the manufacturer to the end user and how we're going to cut out all the distributors, the national, because typically things go through, you know, from wholesale right. to, you know, so they said, we're going to cut all that out, take it straight from the manufacturer to the consumer and you get all the profit in the middle that normally goes to all these distribu- distribution networks. So do you remember when you were sitting there in your interview, uh-huh. do you remember thinking this is ingenious? I'm so excited. Were you skeptical? What were you feeling at that time? Do you even um, remember? No, I remember getting excited because they told me there was unlimited income potential and they had some testimonies of people who had had success. Wow. And I remember those two guys. Like, I can vividly see their faces right now. I can even tell you their names. And uh, and I remember saying, I was like, okay, okay. And, because uh, it was excited. believable. Yep. And then yeah. I went home and told your dad about it. I was the first person I told about it. Really? Yep. And he was like, well, sounds to me like some of those companies back in the day 
uh, Darnell like Amway and he started like naming companies. Yeah. He was like, so, but guess what? He wasn't discouraging. Yeah. He, he was, was like, good stuff. He, yes, he was not discouraging, man. He's like, if anybody can do it, son, you can do it. Wow. And I wonder if he had not said, not that was my about question that. too. Cause so many people run into that very first no from someone who's close to them, someone who loves them, someone who they yeah. respect. Yeah. And clearly, you know, wow. look, I'm, because I know who he is, I'm about to say pop. Like, yeah. clearly you respected pop. So if wow. he had said something different, do you think it would have been a different outcome for you? And the other question I have is, why was that your person? Yeah, why was he the first person? Why? Because you said, yeah, your dad was the first person. I don't, I didn't know that, but why was my dad your person that you went to? Yeah, I wish I could remember. I, I think it was because after the interview, um, you were there and I came over your parents' house. Uh -huh. And I just happened to talk to him because he's easy to talk to. And, you know, her dad, man, is just. Yeah. Yeah. He probably asked, how was your day? What did you do today? Mm -hmm. All those things. I can hear yeah. him. He he is the person, questions. you know, because we're speaking about him and why I believe that part of the, the man that I've become is because how I learned to love other men through him. Right. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. dad was, you know, you shake a hand, you're like, you ain't gonna hug. Cause that's just not that was right or wrong, it's just different. Right, right. And so, but your dad, you're gonna get a hug. Right. You're gonna get a hug, you're gonna get a I love you. Yeah. And I never I hadn't seen that before. I used to tell your brother Robert, he's like, I love you, son. I'm like, oh man. Like my dad had never told me that. Mm. Not that I didn't think he loved me, he just didn't say it. You know, it's funny, like I'm listening to this, and of course, when you introduced me obviously to Tracy and then to her family as we started in business together, it was so key for me to see that, like to meet pop. That's why I call him pop to this mm -hmm. day, right? To, to see that same level of affection, that same, I was telling somebody recently, man, I remember when we were taking the kids to the movie and we used to go like 40 deep to the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, who goes with 40 people to see a, kid movie right. with kids but it would be a whole group of adults yeah. kids yep. cousins family and that was just so drastically different yep. than what I was used to yeah yeah and this is before you know now there's baby reveals and there's all type of thing like gender reveals right and you you do have men show up but this yeah. is before that was popular right no that you're talking about somebody come. giving birth I'm talking about Shrek Right, yeah, no, we but I'm going to see a movie. No, like, what I'm, I'm saying about, is that yeah, I, yeah you're absolutely right I'm that's, just saying that such a drastic in, difference. in Tracy's family men were showing up at all the things that normally only women show up. That's to. my point. My point yeah. is everything was big. Everything. Like every single event was yeah. an event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how did that, because you already mentioned that you didn't grow up in that same type of environment, mm -hmm. going into that environment, because I remember first time going into, you know, your parents' home, cell phone, there was a, a basket <laughs> that you sat your yes, phone in. Yes, yes. And everybody know I got like three or four phones. So, Back then, I was like, once I you can't came in the door, my, my mom made you, you put your cell phone, put your in, the phone basket. in the basket. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do that anymore, but she still doesn't allow cell phones at the table right. when we're having dinner together. But it changed so much for me. All those little subtleties of seeing just how important family was and to be intentional mm -hmm. about being in the moment. It wasn't, right. you know, even if it was. 25 people. Your mom broke out the good China. I'm talking about the China that's usually in the China. My mom and dad eat on that community. every day. That and it's just the two of away. them. Right. Like right. that blew me away to be in the moment. So what 
obviously I can already, I know the impact they've had on you, but what are some of the impacts or some of the things that you know you've passed on to your kids as a result of not so much what they've said, but just what you've seen? Mm -hmm. I have seen it in their choice of friends, who they choose to hang around, who they talk to, who they spend their time with. And I've also, our kids, our, our kids mm -hmm. I, I think that they watched family right. and they watched us together and that's what they wanted to be a part of and be around when they weren't at home. So I think that a lot of their choices of who they are connected to is a huge, it's a huge deal because of that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And one of the things and you mentioned it, how we always travel deep with our family and now we we realize our kids want to be around us. They're like, all right, we are going this weekend, mom and dad. It's mm -hmm. like so different, and yeah. and they they don't mind their friends hanging out with us, right, right, right. So it's sometimes you know like, oh, I'm be with my friends. So they were like, can all of our friends come too? And we love it because you yeah. know we're we're at a place where we can we can say yeah, they can come, they can come. So, so here's my question because so often people do that, or I know it's easier to do that when. You don't have a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. So people get together and you can play games, play, you know, things that don't cost a lot. Mm -hmm. But now the things that you all do and them taking their friends <laughs> like, yeah, we're talking about flights. We're talking about, you know, just all types of activities, whether it's a game uh, where you, you're buying all the tickets. Like, how has that changed for you? Um, I, I think we've always been. That couple? That's what I was going to say. It's always been in the heart. So whatever's in your heart you do, you just do it on a bigger level when you have the opportunity, right? Um, when we were broke, we didn't have any money, like barely could go to the grocery store. He would always bring me something, something thoughtful. Um, my favorite dessert was the Bob's Big Boy, the hot fudge Sunday cake, brownie cake. Um, he would bring that home to me. That cost like $3 back then. One ninety nine was a special. One ninety nine. Oh yeah. But what I'm saying is <laughs> it was always in his heart to do. Yeah. So then when he could do more, it was a better gift. And then it was a better gift. And it was a car. Like whatever level he is, it's, it's the same. It's just a bigger gesture. Well, and here's the thing. I, the thing I love about the opportunities we have today is that we're, you're interviewing us now. So we're talking about it. We don't have to talk about it. Like, I love that. Like yeah. yesterday, one of Milan's friends was over and we were, I don't, I don't know how we got on the, on the subject, but she was like, I don't even have a passport. I've never been on a flight before. I said, really? She's like, no. I said, get your passport. Our next family trip, you're going. And wow. she said, yeah. No way. I said, oh, yeah. And she's amazing. We've always given her a ride to the bus stop. When right. So she, we, Yeah, they've we grown her. up together. Yeah. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. She said, um, my family has taken amazing road trips. We do things together, but we've never been on a flight. Wow. Yeah. And just knowing Milan, when she went on her first field trip, <laughs> right, <laughs> it just shows how much she's traveled. She assumed that it was on the plane. Right. Because she's flown from birth. Yeah, she yeah. told her dad was going on a field trip with her as a chaperone. And she said, Dad, you have to hurry up. We're going to miss our flight. And is there a layover? <laughs> she was in kindergarten. I said, it's a bus. 
He said, what have she we said, done? Us. <laughs> <laughs> she's a sweetie. She's a no, sweetie. She absolutely is. That's my God, baby. But I'm Hey, I know this is your is, podcast. Yeah. But yes, we're gonna we're gonna go out to your sponsors and then <laughs> we'll be And right. then our sponsors. <laughs> and then we'll be right back. And then we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, fam? You gotta connect with J and E Builders. They buy homes in any condition. J&E Builders even help out with distressed properties. And if you're dealing with a significant amount of taxes, J&E Builders will assist you with that home as well. Give them a hit at J&E underscore Builders. That's at Instagram at J&E underscore Builders. Hey, Sales Talk Experience family. If you want to do some great shopping and get great finds like this, follow my girl, thebriana.k on Instagram. And if you want to shop, go here. So author and trainer Monty Sanders has been in this health and wellness space for over 20 years. His most notable clients are NFL Hall of Famers, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And guess what? He's got an Amazon best-selling book that you can gain access to right now. It's the power of you versus you. I'm going to tell you right now how you can get access to that and his other programs. All you have to do is go to thepowerofyouversusyou.com. That's it, thepowerofyouversusyou.com to get access to that amazing book as well as all of his other programs. Hey, what's up, self-talk experience family? Listen, I thought I was going to get some bathrooms renovated, but I had no idea when I connected with my man Stan Neal that it would be more than a renovation. I'm not even sure what the term should be. Maybe transformation, because I started with the bathrooms and all of a sudden, my entire basement was redone in a way that my family members thought I moved. Seriously. So if you're looking to take your house to the next level, whether it's some custom construction, some transformation of your bedroom, your bathrooms, your family room, your great room, I did it all. I, I mean, if I showed you my entire house before and after pictures, in fact, I'm going to show you some, you would say, no way is that the same room or the same house. Listen, I'm just saying this because I've got personal experience with this gentleman. So you want to connect with him. I'm going to give you the number, his office number to reach him, as well as email. And again, you will not be disappointed. So if you want to reach him uh, via uh, his office number, 202-359-3923. Again, 202-359-3923. And email is stan, S-T-A-N dot Neil, N-E-A-L-J-R, at freshairllc.com. Connect with my man Stan. You won't be disappointed. All right. Welcome back to the We Won't Quit podcast. And I guess the self-talk experience podcast. It's called a collaboration, <laughs> yes, Bestie. Yes. That's not how this was supposed to go down. But I'm just thrilled because so many people get to see you all. Um, I mean, you've been on stages with 10, 20, thousand people you've built an organization of hundreds of thousands of people um your team has been paid half a billion dollars like cash that you've helped you know individuals change their life you know me included but i also remember some of the lean times some of those moments what would you say was one of the most pivotal moments uh in your life back before all of this success one of the pivotal moments for me is when um Dardell was still trying to figure out being an entrepreneur. So I was working and I was working at Black Entertainment Television and I got up for work and walked out the door and my car wasn't out there. And I ran back in the house and I said, babe, somebody stole my car. 
And he was just sitting there. And I was like, babe, and like, I'm France. I was like, someone stole my car. What, do, what, like, what do we do? And he said, no one stole your car. And I said, like, I, I was so confused. And he said, it's been repossessed. And that was a moment for me, like, something has to happen. Something has to happen. And it was very scary for me. And I didn't know what to do with those feelings. I've never been in that place before. And I knew we weren't doing well, but I said, we'll be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Um, I, I just didn't know what to do. How did you maintain that level of trust during that moment? Because so many men and women, when they find themselves in that place where you're working, he's building the dream for the family. And I know you were working more than one job, even at that time. How did you still continue? And you're already answering it because I know it's in you. But how did you continue when so many people, it's so easy to walk away. Like we walk away from everything. Because the look on his face said everything to me. And a look on his face said, I'm sorry, but I know I can do it all at the same time. And so I said, I just said, okay, I just need to get to work. And I'm not even sure how I got to work that day. But when I got to work, my boss, I was running late. And I remember my boss, Veronica Hutchinson, shout out to Veronica Hutchinson. She saw my face and she said, is everything okay? And I just started crying. She said, come in my office. And I went in her office and told her what happened. And she said, it's okay. Go home. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out tomorrow. You, you shouldn't be here today. Go home and figure out your family. Mm. And I, I will always be indebted to her for that wow. moment. She probably has no idea about that for me. But um, I just knew that I had to, I know that when you are in a marriage, you're not always going to be able to give a 50-50. And it's going to be times when somebody has to do 90 or 95 because somebody just has that 5%. And when I looked at my husband in that moment, I said, he only has 5%. And we have a family and children, so I'm going to have to do this 95 right now. And I, I don't know why. I don't know what, but it was the look. And I just, I just did it. And there have been plenty of times when I was on five, and he had to come with the 90. That's just what you do. This is what you do. But again, it goes back to my dad. Right. Because I watched my dad do it. Yeah. And... I saw something in him that I saw in my dad. That's why he was my choice. Mm. Choice. The definition of choice, I always say, is the voluntary act of doing that which is preferred. Mm. Yeah. That is, yeah. Yeah, that's such a powerful story. I mean, we're talking, we're in a time now where people will see a meme on social media and they will leave that mm -hmm. family, that job, that whatever it is that instant gratification. Mm. Yeah. And so to see where you all are now is just, um, it's amazing. And I think that's why your story is so relatable is because you've gone through so many situations like that. Yeah. How did, how did you feel? Especially when she came back home from work. Yeah. Like you were like, baby, you ain't get fired. Did you like, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I think I blinked that. I, I was going to say, do you remember? No, I think I blocked that out, man. It was, it was a tough time, right? Because I felt like it was a disappointment to her, to my mom, 
You know, it was just, it was a, it was a really tough time. And I, I almost stopped believing in myself. I was right there where you're like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. And what changed? Like, what, what do you think kept you going? Um, uh, well, a couple of different things. Uh, but, but I remember during that time looking for jobs to do just at night, like at the airport sweeping up, like, Literally, bro. Like right, just anything. Anything. And um, thankfully, I had some good people around me and I kept reading. And it was some self-discovery, self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we got to take a strong look in the mirror and say, you know what? Okay. This all happened uh, for a reason. Because back then I wasn't saying it happened for me. Right. But I was like, it happened for a reason. Right. I've always said that. Right. And... um so um, you can, in a situation like that, you can put your head uh, under the covers or put the pillow over your head and pretend like it doesn't exist and hope it'll go away. Mm-hmm. Or you just come out swinging. And I decided to come out swinging nonstop and I wouldn't stop. And I lost sleep. I got fat. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to the gym. Anything I can cut out right. so that I could do more of whatever would produce income, that's what I did. You must have came off swinging with a machete because you literally cleared the pathway for so many people. Thank you, man. Think about that. No, I mean, for myself included, like the Humes family tree is completely different. Our legacy is different. And that's true for thousands of others, whether you get a chance to see them or not. So I'm grateful that. Yeah, I'm grateful, man. That you went through those struggles and that you were there to go through those struggles with them. And uh, you guys are stronger. Come on, give me that hand too. (laughs) (laughs) But look, there's nothing else that can be said, uh, that will be said. I look forward to having you guys back. Look forward to it. On the We Won't Quit podcast. Self-talk experience. We Won't Quit podcast. You already (laughs) hear the stuff he was saying to himself back in the day. He didn't quit. Did he not quit? You ain't quit, did you? It's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit as long as they're saying the things to themselves about themselves so that they can attract what they want for themselves. It's been another self-talk experience. Make sure you tune in on Thursday, not Friday. <laughs> See, this is what I've been dealing with. Man, if y'all ain't make me rich, I don't know what I would do with y'all, man. I love y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out. Another episode. Take care. God bless. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. Talk good to yourself.